Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The tourist company joins us today from Canada. I met them a year ago in Mexico, and we are finally getting them on the air, just in time for their new single. It's Music Friday Live. Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America. It's Music Friday Live. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you. So call in at 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or email us. Email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, I want to welcome our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates over there in the eastern part of the United States and the Artistic Echoes uh, network and the Canal Side Radio network in the UK, as well, of course, as everyone listening to us on Blog Talk Radio. So if you have questions or comments, don't forget to email musicfridayusa.com live at gmail.com and you can use that if you're listening to us in England or you're listening to us later tonight on one of the radio stations or if you're listening to us on a podcast. Well, I first saw our next guest in Mexico at the Latin American Music Convention in Guadalajara called Theme Pro. I was intrigued because they're actually from Canada, but their music was so impressive that I knew I just had to have them on the show. By they, I mean the musical duo of Taylor Swindles and Brennan Perry, who formed the band The Tourist Company in 2013 and released their debut record, Apollo, followed by relentless touring across Canada, the U.S., Europe, and Mexico. Well, after a break and some solo adventures and other, with other bands, they reunited, retreated into the studio, and produced a new single, Conflicted Restricted. We have that single, and better yet, we have the lead singer and songwriter, Taylor Swindles, with us. Taylor, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hi, thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, first of all, I understand that, that you're, you're in a car or a van. On your way to your, are, are you on your way to your gig tonight at the Biltmore Cabaret in Vancouver? Yeah, yeah, just, just finished a nice drive through the mountains. It, was, it wasn't snowing, and so that was, that was a huge bonus. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you're out of the mountains now, and we can actually get a, a phone signal from you, all right? Now, yeah, it was hitting uh, us for a while there. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, uh, I, I want to ask you, before we go anywhere else, I, I've heard two origin stories about the band. One story I've heard says that you and Brennan met in 2009, and you clicked so well that you started playing together and writing together. And then I've heard a second story that says you, you guys met at a summer camp sing-along in 2013, formed a band, and then released Apollo. So which one is correct? It's, it's kind of a hybrid of both of them. We, we actually did meet uh, working at a summer camp. We were both on staff uh, at a camp called Keith Camps uh, in, in D.C., 
um yeah and then we kind of like yeah we clicked musically and then like at the time I was writing songs um and then kind of built up the catalog and then in 2013 sent Brennan a bunch of demos and said hey what do you think about these songs and he was into it and so he he started laying drum parts he was still living in Arizona at the time (laughs) and so we were just kind of working by email (laughs) okay all right uh, and there's no snow in Arizona. Well, actually, there is right now, um, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> yes, I know. There was snow in L.A. last week, too. Talk Rip about climate change. Um, well, I understand, <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I understand that, that the band was originally kind of a folk trio, and then it became a folk quartet, and now you're a synth-pop duo. Is that right? Yeah, it's been kind of a progression. Um, yeah, we, Brennan and I were the original um, original arrangers, some of it, and then like we brought in a couple of friends, and they joined us for a while. Um, and so we're kind of back to the original original setup, um, just kind of Brennan and I figuring it out. Okay, so so I wonder what drove the the band's changes. How how did you start up in folk farmlands and end up in synth outer space? <laughs> I, it was a little bit of necessity. Like when I wrote that first record and those first songs I was uh, still living at my parents place in an apartment <laughs> and uh and couldn't really yeah so I was kind of limited to acoustic instruments and um and so it had a lot of the same kind of progressive feels and in a lot of ways to what we do now but just kind of the technology was different and then um yeah kind of as like get it, yeah, growing up and doing more music and getting more experience kind of learning to use the tools that um that I love and wanted to use kind of all along Okay. Um, became more practical. Okay. All right. Well, regardless of how you got here or there, um, the result is great music. And I want to play a cut from your your new single. This is uh, Conflicted Restricted. Without the lyrics, you get the meanings across. But there are some really interesting lyrics in that song. Um, 
believing all the things that's from the dark. They're digging in their heels until they get a spark. I can't give in. I can't give in. I can't give into this right now. Um, you know, if you weren't Canadian, I would think you're singing about American politics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Have, have you successfully resisted giving in? And what happens if you do give in? Um, I, I think if that happens, it's, it's kind of depressive for me. Um, like I do have those issues mentally. Um, and so like a lot of this song is kind of about, um, yeah, kind of like things being outside of, outside of one's control and like not, and trying not to give in to like the self like deprecating side of it of being like kind of not feeling worthy, um, from, yeah, from, from those outside forces and, Oh, yeah, okay. I, no, definitely not about American politics, but they definitely affect psyche um, and affect the way that that our world thinks, and so yeah. definitely in the background. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, any anytime you want to loan us your prime minister, we'll we'll take him. Um, <laughs> now, all you can uh, you've got some other lyrics there that talk about losing control. Uh, all you can do is sit and wait while everything around you decides your fate. Uh, it sounds like from what you just said, that reflects your view of your life um, or the experience of living. Is that, we kind of got it there. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of is a little bit of that. Um, it's not, it's not really true um, for me, um, but it, it's, it's more of an exaggeration um, of, of what it feels like at times. Like when, when kind of like, yeah, when things extenuating circumstances seem kind of overwhelming, the, the record set, um, in in a kind of in a, in a setting in a world where it, um, it's actually set in a, in a natural disaster setting, um, and so like it kind of Ooh. poses in the different positions of of people like in in the in the thick of it experiencing it, um, on the peripherals and and kind of uses that as an image for kind of just experiencing news in the world today mm-hmm. and um, and be either like on the grand scale or even just personal news um, from close friends or just life experience and reacting to major events. Um, kind interesting. Of That's especially interesting to me living in California, which seems to be uh, a natural disaster, sort of one after the other. I never think of Canada as having national disasters, natural disasters, but yeah. uh, particularly Vancouver. I mean, uh, no, we're we're overdue for the big earthquake. Um, oh, okay. Which is All actually right, well, weirdly I... an impetus for it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they say every 300 years, and we're we're well over that. Um, well, well, I, I mean, you could call our hope... winters one, but it's not the same. Let, let's hope it's another 300 years. Oh, yeah. You, know, uh, you once said um, that uh, I get lost in describing life through metaphors. And the one that struck me the most as a writer lately has been the parallels between creating music in the modern world and venturing into the unknown of outer space. Um, how do you venture into the unknown of outer space? <laughs> I mean, I don't personally, but as a kid, I was really obsessed with the space race. Um, uh, and so, and like that whole, like that whole storyline in humanity is just that it's, it's incredible and baffling that, you know, we peep humans looked up and said, I could get there. Um, and so, and like kind of do it like it's a, it's a gross over exaggeration. I mean, then that's, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's a gross exaggeration of music, but like, I feel like creativity is kind of the same thing, like writing songs, like just, just making something out of nothing and getting from the space of, of, of yeah, a song isn't there. And then it is there. And, it, and hopefully it's something unique and somewhere you haven't been before. Um, and so like kind of embarking on the fan, that was definitely the image for me. Cool. Well, let's, 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 let's venture into outer space a little bit with your music. Uh, uh, this is a song about the United States 
first man in space program, Project Mercury, which uh, yeah. for people who may not know it, launched six missions between 1958 and 1963. Here it is, Mercury 2. We saw the flash of the Rockies. We thought maybe it was you Stepping inside the realm of history Into the heart of us alone song Mercury 2 from your Apollo album and, and I'm intrigued that, that that song seems to come both from an outside third party and from the inside now you, you, you've got a lyric a line in there that says stepping outside the realm of history into the hearts of us below um, you managed to be both cinematic and literary at the same time so what's, what's going on there who's singing this um, so this is sung from someone like who who knows what, like an astronaut, I guess, like or is in the peripheral uh, okay. community of them, and kind of like has a bit of a personal connection, and is watching them do this crazily unprecedented thing, and, and nobody really, especially with the Mercury program, like nobody knew anything about space. I know. Like nobody, like no one had any idea what that was like, and so they they were guessing. They guessed were like, oh, maybe like astronauts should be five foot ten and have some engineering background to it. But they had no idea what it would be like and, and, and what that world was. And so it's kind of someone worried about it. It's, it's written, yeah, so from that perspective, yeah. If, if you ever tour in Los Angeles, you should arrange for a day off to go to the Natural History Museum where uh, there is the actual space shuttle is there. And you can walk oh, into yeah. it and touch it. And uh, there's also um, uh, the Mercury Capsule. And, you know, when you look oh, in yeah. the mercury capsule and they've got it cut open so you can look inside of it or they got the door open and you're thinking, my God, somebody got in that and got shot into yeah. outer space. <laughs> At uh, ungodly speeds. <laughs> and they got Oh, yes. More incredible. Well, speaking of speeds, now the musical pace and, and that, that song is, is so slow and deliberate, you know, which is a contrast to the words about flashing across the sky. So nicely done there. Um it's also a sharp contrast to conflicted resisted, but it clearly is in the same musical family. But I'm kind of curious, who is the voice in that song? Is that you at your highest range or is that someone else? Uh, that's, that's Jillian Levy. She, she was our keyboardist um, in the band for, for the first three years or so. Um, and like I, I wrote this song and was like, I, I don't, it didn't really feel like my voice suited it the best. 
Um, and so I was like, well, what would it sound like if she did? Um, and so, uh, yeah, she, and she sounds great. I don't know. She's a great vocalist as well. And a good wow. wow. She did a beautiful, beautiful job there. Um, as I was talking to you off air, the, the Sputnik program, the Mercury program, Project Apollo, they were all over before you were born. So yeah. am I going to assume that you just immersed yourself in their history and, and went to sci-fi movies and, or is this a relatively, uh, this been all the way back to your childhood, this interest? It, yeah, it's a little bit of both. Like there was definitely, yeah. As a kid, I watched documentaries on it all the time. That was like, that was my favorite thing, but you know, as typical as like with, with kids, kids and their interest, it was only for about like a year. <laughs> And then I was on to other things, but um, uh, like, yeah, those images came flooding back, starting with the band. And then I, I kind of dove in and down the rabbit holes of, uh, of researching again, like um, online. Like I, w- I actually went to a library and like read books. It was, it was <laughs> it, it, yeah, an old, an old school experience, but it was great. Yeah. Um, like I, I really enjoy researching cool. all of the, all of the details and I wanted to be accurate, as accurate as possible. Well, your lyrics show it. That's one of the reasons why I really uh-huh. like you. You're, uh, You've got very, very intelligent uh, lyrics with with lots of layers in the words. Uh, let me remind our audience that we are talking with uh, Taylor Swindells of the band uh, The Tourist Company, and you can email them. No phone calls today. Our phone person couldn't get in, so no phone calls today. But you can email us, and actually some of you have emailed us, so we'll get to those. But just in case you need it, uh, it's um, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Let's go to some of those emails. Uh, Randy wants to know, and Randy's in Los Angeles, if you're ever going to come to Los Angeles. He says, will you tour L.A.? Oh, I'd love to. Um, we haven't had the chance to just, you know, like, lack of an agent and, and things like that. And being Canadian, it's difficult to get visas <laughs> um, to Ooh. play down there. But uh, it's definitely on our list um, for, for this year with the new record. Um, we'd love to do the West Coast. It's It's so easy for us in BC. It's easier for us to tour down there than uh, to get out east to Toronto. <laughs> I know, our, yeah, we're in the same time zone, too. I'm surprised yeah, to hear about the visas because there are a ton of Canadian musicians here that I know, and they go back and forth, Maggie Zabo and Whitney Ty and lots and lots of other people, and they go back and forth quite yeah. a bit. And we do get to Yeah, it's, it's expensive. It, it's, yeah. it's really expensive, and unless you have the shows lined up, it, uh, it's quite prohibitive. And so, But it's definitely, definitely on the list. We'd love to come down course this is the music capital of the world when you do get here lots of it, people see you um simpson really in new york is. city simpson in new york city wants to know if you speak spanish <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to learn but i i'm not confident enough in it to attempt <laughs> right now okay um, but right. i yeah, I'm, I'm i'm trying to it's, it's yeah definitely definitely something I'm well you toured to. mexico yeah that was the impetus. I was like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta dive back in. I hadn't, I hadn't really learned any Spanish since like grade six, which was quite a while for me. Um, and so <laughs> diving back in, but um, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm, I'm just learning it uh, myself now. Um, mm-hmm. Reston in Toronto, back in your, your part of the, the world, um, said wants to, he wants to know. Well, I'll just read it. You are described in places as a shoegazing guy. What is a shoegazing guy? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's yeah, it's, it's the kind of more introverted music I've always described it as, like a little bit more atmospheric and um, yeah, like that's I'm definitely like I'm an introvert as a personality and as a songwriter, and, and all my favorite bands are definitely in that world. So, all right, yeah. okay. Uh, for our for our listeners, that is a uh, um, a genre of music, and it's called that because people who 
play it or frequently caught looking at their shoes <laughs> instead of the audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Billy Jane uh, in um, Atlanta wants to know, um, have, has anybody ever remixed Apollo? Hmm. Interesting question. The the song, no, actually. Yeah, um, I think she may. Yeah. Well, she didn't say, but I think. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be I'd be very open to that. Um, yeah, remixes can okay. be awesome. Like a great way to reinterpret music. But yeah, I don't think anyone's remixed that song as far as I know. Okay, all right. Um, Sally O in Tampa, Florida, uh, wants to know: Have you ever seen a rocket launch? Not in real life. Um, not outside oh. of the toy ones that I made as a kid, um, which I don't <laughs> think counts. <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, but yeah, I, I would love to one day. That'd be amazing. Well, since Sally O is from Tampa, I suspect she has seen some, uh, rocket launches and, uh, maybe you can do a little touring in Florida and go out to the, uh, uh, the NASA center out there and watch one. Um, I actually have been there and, and, and seen a rocket launch. It's quite a spectacle. Oh, wow. Well, go ahead. I love that. That'd be a dream. Well, all you have to <laughs> that do would be is, a dream. is, I'd love to do that. Is tour and it and tour Florida during the winter? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a great time to do it because, like, during Canada during the winter, it's freezing. So that's yep. go south. That's a great idea. <laughs> I know because a third of Canada moves to Mexico during the winter. Um, yeah, and logically uh, so. <laughs> all right, let's 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 change topics a little bit here. Uh, the tourist company is known since we're talking about touring for relentless touring. In fact, um, you even have a cure for the colds and sore throats that can come with touring bourbon and ginger. Uh, does that actually work? <laughs> um, maybe I tell myself it does because I just want to drink that, but um, I think it actually <laughs> does. Like it definitely calms me down and uh, like it. Yeah. Like it, it, it is, a, it is a remedy that I, I do like to go to. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, after the show, everybody who's got a sore throat can just uh, check it out. Do, do you have a particular kind of bourbon you like? Uh, bullets, my my go-to. That's my favorite. Um, okay. My favorite bourbon, but really anything, really, any bourbon. Okay, all right. Well, there's a new sponsor for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you like touring, uh, or would you rather stay at home uh, writing uh, songs and and shoegazing in the in the studio? Uh, I I do love both. Like I I find I do get restless when I'm home for a while, and so and I I do love traveling. Like I I love being in new cities and. Um, experiencing new food cultures, like all those things that go along with it. Um, it the road is it's a lot of work. Um, it's, it is a it is a grind, but it, it's a good grind that I, I do enjoy doing. But I, I like the balance for sure. Uh, studio okay. is my happy place. Writing is my happy place, but so is traveling. <laughs> okay, and and you don't have to drink nearly as much bourbon and ginger, ginger in the studio, or maybe you do. I don't know. Um, I mean, vocal takes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you working on a new album now? Are you in the studio? Um, we just finished writing, wrapping up a new record, and so we're kind of in between. Um, yeah, so we're in that in that like phase where like the creative work is all done, and, and now I'm just excited to get it out into the world. Um, it was a long process um, working on this album, um, but I'm um, really yeah really happy with the way it turned out. And uh, yeah, looking yeah looking, I'm looking forward to the next one already, but trying not to get too far ahead of myself. Can you tell us anything about the album that you just wrapped up, and when we're going to see it, and what it's called, and all that? Um, I mean, I can say a little bit. Um, yeah, it's looking like it'll be out around May. Um, but yeah, like Conflicted Restricted is kind of the, the first taste of it. It's um, 
um, yeah, it, it, it's yeah, that, that kind of what we were talking about earlier on in the segment. It's a, it's a record kind of centered around reacting to the world around us um, and mm-hmm. big news, um, either globally or personally or all those things. And um, like, yeah, okay. the, the psychological side of that. Okay. All right. Well, when it's when it's ready to go, let us know and maybe we can uh, let our audience know about it because uh, I think they would like to hear. Um, yeah. Now, I want to play a pro I want to play a bit of a song that I think is not about a space program okay uh <laughs> this this is uh Spokane Um, like th- this song is set um, at the eruption of Mount St. Helens in 1980. Um, mm. It's kind of about someone. Spokane is, was in the in the radius where um, like ash was definitely present and falling, and so it's kind of like someone sitting in their living room and watching that ash fall, um, but being so far removed from it that it doesn't really impact their life anyway. Whereas people closer, where like their lives were changed irre- irreversibly. Um, yeah. So it's kind of that feeling that it is you know we're in wrecking again to. The world news and those things like often like in the west i feel very removed and in canada i feel very removed from very real problems um and it's easy to not it's easy to be unempathetic and, and so this is kind of like a warning for me to not be unempathetic and try to understand and be cognizant of what's happening in other people's worlds okay um you were we were talking offline about uh spokane i believe is uh is off the new album that's going to be released in may is that that right it's um yeah it, it actually is a song that got cut from a record and so but we oh, liked okay. it enough that we we're like oh we'd rather put, just put this out um as and, a uh, yeah yeah like okay. just put it out as a single and just get it out into the universe um but yeah but it it came from the writing sessions that ended up um yeah being part of the record 
Okay, and that was the 72-hour straight writing session you were telling me about? Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> the idea was to create a sense of urgency by just writing the whole record in one sitting and staying awake. Um, and yeah, I wrote 11 songs, and that was kind of a, we thought that was the record, and then we sat with it for a month, and we're like, this doesn't, this isn't, um, it's too dreamy, too sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes so much sense, and in hindsight, it's like, oh, this might not have been a great idea, but it's, it's a great experiment. <laughs> so, like, I'm glad that glad that we did that. Well, I think it's a great song. I, you know, so. It, uh, whether or not it made sense in the album, I think it's a, it's a, it's a great song. I love it. Um, oh, you know, I was thinking you. that uh, your songs in kind of a funny way remind me of Death, Death Cab for Cutie. Um, the music is obviously different, but you, you generate some of the same similar kind of imagery um, and the music and your music is equally enjoyable. Now they're personal and they're lyrics and you're universal, but uh, mm-hmm. um Emotional similarity, uh, very much so. And one similarity is that you have something to say. And I wonder if that comes from your folk song origins, because folk songs usually do have something to say. What do you think? Yeah, like I, it, that's kind of the, the, the influence that made me really think about lyrics as something that matters, um, as opposed to an afterthought. Um, and actually, that, like, like I take that as a huge compliment. Death Cab for Cutie is a band that like was very formative for me growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I love yeah, especially especially those like Transatlanticism and Plans are still some of my favorite records. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I love the way I love the way he tells stories and and yeah, his unique imagery and that's definitely something I strive for writing writing these songs. Oh, we have a uh, saying here in the studio that uh, poetry's not dead. We just call it lyrics now, and it's all around us. <laughs> Yeah, I mean Bob Dylan won a Nobel Prize for, for that's, literature. That's right. Yeah, that's that's a proof in the pudding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, is is um, synth pop a more powerful way to deliver your messages than say folk music was? I, I think it just gives me more tools. Like, and that's what I found. Like, I found writing folk. I was it was limited. Um, and I like especially with this record. Like, I really wanted to create like a mental headspace with each song. Um, and getting into the synth world and getting into programming and then like adding more of my like indie rock upbringing into it. Like just, I felt like it gave more, more breadth and more, yeah, just more, more colors to use, um, in songs. And so, um, yeah, like, I, yeah, that was kind of part of it. I mean, there's beautiful folk records that say amazing things and something in okay. folk music. It's just, a, it's just a personal thing for me. All right. Well, we have enough time for me to play uh, a cut from the title song of your debut album, uh, Apollo. But before we do that, we just got um, a uh, an email in from Maureen in Vancouver who wants to know the details of your concert tonight. Oh, yeah. So it's at the Biltmore um, in Vancouver. Um, what time are doors for the Biltmore? I actually forget. I'm just asking our tour manager. Doors are at eight o'clock. Um, yeah, and there's a couple bands before us. The local band, actually an old friend from mine, of mine from high school, uh, has a band called Babe Corner. They're amazing. And then uh, we're on tour with a band from Toronto called Long Range Hustle. And so they'll both okay. be on, and then we'll, we'll be on at the end of the night. Okay, Maureen. So you got that? It's at the Biltmore, the cabaret at the Biltmore, and um, it's doors open at eight. Bring a whole bunch of friends. Come early oh, and yeah. you can get down in front. And uh, if um, and you can wave um, at uh, Taylor and say, hi, I'm the one who emailed. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. And maybe he'll That's sign your forehead or something. Um, <laughs> but you're too shy, I know. Uh, we want to play a, a, a cut from the, the title song of your debut album, Apollo. So here it is. song that uh, put it on the top of my playlist and then put it on repeat. Uh, the rhythm track pulls you in kind of a vast cave or a black hole in outer space. Um, the high-pitched vocals, the lyrics, they're real simple, they're real sparse, they're real powerful. In fact, there's, there's a line in there that I keep thinking about. We paid our way to the moon at our own risk. We found a better home in what we left. Now, that doesn't sound like somebody satisfied with the space program or the call of outer space. <laughs> I, I'm actually, I, I, yes and no. It's actually based on a quote from the last person to walk on the moon. Um, and it's kind of like about that image of him looking back. And it's just, that's his, it, the quote is that, like, you know, it came all the way to the moon to realize how beautiful the Earth was. Um, uh-huh. And so it, it is a little bit of both. And it's, just, yeah, kind of like you're always satisfied being where you aren't, you know. And so... Um, the grass, yeah, so definitely. The grass is always greener yeah. on the other planet. Um, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, make sure you let us know um, when you're close to release of of the next album because we'd like to have you back on and maybe maybe explore some of those lyrics that too. In the meantime, um, are you going to be touring Mexico at all? Um, we have some tentative plans, but nothing 100% locked down. So I, I can't say at the moment, but if you um, keep an eye on our website and our social media, like our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, we'll have updates on that really soon. We're hoping to get down um, April or May. Um, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So if you keep an eye there, All we'll right. keep you posted. Well, what's the best way for, for people to keep track of you? What is your website? Yes, yeah, so our website is, is, is uh, www.touristcompany.ca. Um yeah, our Twitter is uh, at tourist underscore company, and um, our, our Instagram is just uh, tourist company. So. And uh, 
And where's the best place for people to get your music? Um, like all the streaming places, like Apple Music, Spotify. Um, also through our website, we have, uh, yeah, our online store. Like we have our vinyl and CDs for sale there. And, um, yeah, some merch as well. Um, yeah, so that'd be a good place to go. Okay. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for, for pulling over to the side of the road and, and talking to us. And uh, I hope you have a great time tonight uh, at the Biltmore. I know you will. And Maureen is going to bring all of her friends. So but, but, <laughs> and thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure, Patrick. Thanks so much. Taylor Swindells of the band The Tourist Company, and check out their new single, Conflicted Restricted. And if you don't have it, get the Apollo album. You're going to love it. It's going to go to the top of your, your playlist. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host. Uh, we're on Cyberstation USA, blogtalkradio.com, and our radio affiliates in the Artistic Echoes and Canalside Radio Networks in England. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is uh, Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com, or you can get them as a podcast on iTunes. Next week, we are going to talk with Sajay. So check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page. You'll learn all about Sajay. And I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. The the program is Music Friday Live. Have a great musical weekend, and we're going to leave you with some more of Apollo. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.